It's Faith Fridays. What's going on with y'all? Faith Yo, Fridays. What's good? What's good? What's going on? What's going on? It's your boy, Ryan G. You already know. Yeah, my name is Yo Yo Mike Chi, and I am one-third of Faith Walking. Yes, sir. Well, faith is a language where we speak through apparel. Mm-hmm. So, just want to give y'all just a little backstory, you know, but me and Ryan here today, we're talking about, you know, in the wake of all things that are happening in the country. But not also in the country, but in your family mm-hmm. and in your friendships, you're talking about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And uh, forgiveness is also, you know, it's not talked about enough with inside our community, but also inside the church as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we always know the church is supposed to be the first partakers of the forgiveness talk. The first, you know, the first, that's what the church is supposed to be the first. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, you know, and a lot of times they fail at that, mm-hmm. you know when they're supposed to be the first partakers of things, you know, and a lot of times we struggle with forgiveness with inside ourselves and with inside and and from others mm-hmm. that we so scarcely approach, you know, the topic of forgiveness because forgiveness at times can come from a standpoint of I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm already healed. From, I'm already good from this. I'm healed from this. Let me just go on with my life. I'm good. You yeah. know? And that's a flawed theory mm-hmm. because if you're not able to talk about things healthy and admit fault within yourself and within the other person as well and talk about what could have happened, you know, then you actually have not forgiven. You haven't actually haven't healed or moved on. Mm-hmm. It's just hidden down inside of you mm-hmm. and it's masquerading. Now you put a mask on and when certain triggers come up, you treat those triggers as, like those triggers, when certain triggers come up, you still like you react as if you're not healed. You know, you yeah. don't react as if you are healed because in reality, you're not healed. I think I think that I'm good. Response is like a defense mechanism. You know what I'm saying? I feel like like when people say, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm, don't worry about it. I'm good." I feel like that means that they're more hurt than they letting on. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there's, like you said, there's more to discuss when somebody says, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good from the situation. Let's just move on. Instead mm-hmm. of talking about how it made you feel. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and like, like we, we as black people, we don't really like to go into our feelings and stuff. Every, even black men and women, we all think that, you know, we, we stronger than any situation. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good thing, you know. But at the same time, it could be a crutch. It could, it could allow us to, you know, hold things in and then to the point where they they pop or they burst and then you you see people going off on people and you wonder why people are angry when somebody stepped on your shoe or you wonder why somebody angry when you know they forgot to call your name the right way you know what i'm saying that's that's the typical stuff that you know black people go through and they get mad at but it's like because they're harboring so much um what's the word for it they're harboring so much um pain from the wrong, you know, like not not from you or not from the situation at hand, but from a past situation. Mm-hmm. It may not even have been you who done it, but they're the ones, you're the one that they're taking it out on. And that's because we don't talk about it. I think sometimes too, as well, that can be like a trigger, like I was saying triggers earlier, like triggers from childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times people treat people based on how they were treated. And if they never come to a full front of, you know, of what happened in their past, and how they're able to cope with it and walk through it, 
and the cycle repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a generational curse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, with, like a lot of people don't know. With a generational curse is, um, just to keep it small and simple, because we're not on that topic, but a generational curse is basically, you know, something that, that was dealt with in the past or that came down from generation to generation that your parents dealt with, that your grandparents dealt with, or sometimes it can skip generations. But same way, the same way how you go to the doctor and the doctor asks you, has anybody in your family bloodline ever had heart disease? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, man, my mama didn't have it, but my grandma have it. You know, my grandma didn't have it, but my uncle has it. You know, that's a generational, you know what I'm saying? That's a health thing. But like as in the curse, like what, what was the thing that, like if you like let's say like one of your fathers or grandfathers or grandmothers somebody struggled with addiction, but it, your mama didn't struggle with it, but it came down to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what a generational curse is. But but in the topic of forgiveness, who in your who in your family bloodline or family history, you know what I'm saying, had struggled with forgiveness a lot that were uh, that affected them. You know, to how to, that affected them. You know what I'm saying? They never dealt with it. Now when you start dealing with it. You know, you can't go back. It's hard for you to go back and talk to them because right. they're never fully forgiven. They just right. fully, they hit it. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you go to the family functions and mama and auntie don't talk like, they can't be in the same room like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You go to family, you know what I'm saying? Especially in the black household, you be like, you know what I'm saying? Why, why, why aunt can't come in here with auntie? You know what I'm saying? What, right. what problem they got? Right. Why, you know what I'm saying? Why can't they talk? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know the feeling all too well, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I understand. It, yeah, like you said, going to that, to that, to that forgiveness, man. It's a lot of people who can relate to that, and who can relate to the aspect of not, not forgiving, you know, and, and harboring things, and feeling like that's cool, you know. I don't have to like people say I could forgive, but I, I don't gotta forget. Mm-hmm. And I think that 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 plays on, you know, the semantics of it because it's like, how can you forget? How can you forgive but not forget when the whole definition of forgive is to forget? Like mm-hmm. it's like Jesus forgives us, so He casts all our our sins into a sea of forgetfulness. So Come it's like you know, like that's what it means. You know what I'm saying? We Preach. can't we can't imagine or we can't uh, expect for God to forgive us and then harbor still like I forgive you, but I still remember what you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why we blessed. That's why we still have the opportunity to be blessed because He does not. He does not hold on to what the sins that we we've done. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That, that's perfectly right. You know, um, I want to give a scripture. Uh, Matthew fifth chapter, the fifth chapter, verse four to four say, "But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless those. Love, I'm sorry, but I tell you, love your enemies. Love, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that despitefully use you." And persecute you. Mm-hmm. So in the in the wake of you being beat up, in the wake of you being you know treated wrong, being hurt, you're still supposed to forgive those people. You know what I'm saying? And one thing too, when you forgive someone, when you forgive someone, you don't have to let them back into the most vulnerable points of spots in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing people have to understand as well. Like forgiveness is not only. Um, I sent this to one of my group texts today. Um, and I'm gonna share it with you guys. Forgiveness is not only shown by words, but actions. When people treat you wrong, hurt you, you have every right to be upset. But it's your responsibility for you to forgive them. It is not their responsibility to apologize to you. Mm. If forgiveness was based on you, 
on quotation marks, you alone, there would be no need to be, there would no need for Jesus to be crucified, Mm -hmm. you know? You have to forgive that person, that friend, that parent. It's okay. If you're still healing from situations and you're working and you're working on getting better, it's okay. At times it is a process, but are you really trying your best or are you hiding it? Are you masquerading it? Anything that is kept in secret, the devil has it. So if you're not able to talk about these things amongst this person that hurt you, or sometimes you can sometimes that person may reject you. Or if you're not able to talk about it amongst somebody that you trust about the other person that hurt you, if you have a friend that you can talk to about what you've been through or how you felt or how you were hurt, you need to be able to talk to that person. And if you're not able to talk about it, that means the devil still has a hold of it, and which truly means you haven't forgiven the person. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times, you know, you'd be like, I forgive him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We good, we good, we good. But you can't have that conversation with them because you know how they react. Right. Or you either they'll say, they'll say something like, I'm good, but then when you bring it up, they get upset. That's not forgiveness because right. you haven't talked about it and you haven't, you haven't uh, found it in yourself to 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 peacefully talk about the situation and how someone else may have felt about the situation. Right. You know that shows that shows that there that's not forgiven. Right. And but once, like I said, anything that is kept in secret, the devil has it has it. But once it is brought forth in the light, God has it. Have you really forgiven that person? Or do you respond to them? How, how do you respond to them? How do you treat them with your tone? A lot of things is in the tone of voices in your body language. Like if somebody call your name, you, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember, I remember when I was a kid, my mom used to make me mad. My mom used to make me mad or whatever. And like she says something to irritate me. I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we all been there before that body language, that tone, you know what I'm saying? And your mama, your dad be like, yo, get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? Before you, before you come back and talk to me, mm-hmm. you know, that's that little small bit shows that you really haven't moved past moved past of what someone said or done to you. It's affecting, you know, how you should move forward. Because once you've been hurt, you've been affected. If you don't let God come in and heal that wound in your life, you just walking around with a with a scab, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And anybody that can and you keep itching that scab, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna keep itching it. And then people gonna bump into you, you know what I'm saying? Then the hole gonna get bigger and bigger. But you gotta let God come on that 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 scar and heal that area. You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm gonna give you uh, one more thing too. How do you treat them with your tone? Are you able to able to talk about it freely? Um and I wanna give y'all a scripture as well. You know, Ryan knows the scripture as well, but John thirteen fifty five says, "By this, by this, all people will know you are my disciples mm-hmm. if you have love for one another. If yeah. you have love for one another, um, one thing I learned at my church. I go to the Life Church. For those who don't know, the Life Church, Pastor Vernon is there. Shout you know, out to it's, them. It's really, you know, God is really with that church. But one thing we had learned, I was want to share with y'all, is that a lot of people." You know, they love to say that they're Christian. You know what I'm saying? They love to say that they're Christian or whatever. And back then, in those times, in Jesus' times, they didn't really, Christians wasn't really, Christians is basically really just a follower of Christ. Nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. But back then, they called it the way. The way. The way was the, that that was following Christ. You know, and and when they had spoke about the way, you know, everybody wanted to be part of the way until it was actually time to be Mm Christ-like. Because forgiveness is actually Christ-like. You know what I'm saying? Jesus no what we was going to do and he said no I'm still going to love them and mm-hmm. I forgive them mm-hmm. you know so Let's, yeah let me uh, just speak on a little bit what you said like like 
forgiveness doesn't require the other person to say I'm sorry. I think that's big. You know, I think that's a big uh, revelation because it's like, how could like like how could we? It's not it's not our job for the weight on somebody to say I'm sorry for us to forgive them. Like like you said, what if what if Jesus died for us, but he's like, all right, well, I'm not going, you're not going to get a key into heaven until you say you're sorry. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to die for you until you say you're sorry. So think about all the all the people that were like, even me, I would have died because, you know, we weren't alive when Jesus when Jesus was uh, crucified. So if he, we had to wait, if he had to wait for us to say, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't, we wouldn't have a chance. You know what I'm right. saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, that's what you say is so true, man. You you gotta you gotta be able to forgive somebody even if they say I'm sorry or not, even if they uh, acknowledge the fact that they're wrong or not, because you do that for yourself, uh, self, uh, and you do that for your own consciousness and your own understanding, and your own belief, and, and your faith. Yep, and and if you're not like we were saying before, and just to touch on what you had said, if we're not not in a point of, you know moving past a certain thing that caused us to be hurt, we will always continue to go around the same circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We will always continue to walk around the same mountain. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we will always continue to keep going in circles, keep going in circles, keep going in circles. God is about to like, God is trying to do, God is trying to bless you. God is trying to promote you. He's trying to move you forward. It's 2020, new beginnings, new everything, new decade. God is trying to push you forward and right. you keep being angry. Yep. You got the same mental things that you dealt with before. And what you're really saying to yourself is that my anger and my unforgiveness is so bad mm-hmm. and it's hurting with so much inside of me that I'm going to stop myself from moving forward in life. Yeah. I'm going to stop myself from loving those who need to be loved. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't get love. I can't give them love. You know what I'm saying? You right. can't say that. Right. Because God already gave you love. And then God, God gave, you still living. You still breathing. That's love. Life is precious. People, it's people I know right now. That's it's people I know right now that deal with serious health issues and saying enjoy life because it's not going to be here long, mm-hmm. you know. But when you fo- so when we're so so much focused on ourselves and we're not focused on others, you know, then we can't. We we're not going to be able to love. Yeah. We're not be able to forgive. It's like we closing the door on our blessings when we when we don't forgive other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like God, like open the door, man. Let me in. Let me let me let me bless you, bro. Like, or let me bless you, sis. Like I got it, but you close the door on me, you know. So, right. What it is, and I'm gonna leave y'all with I'm gonna leave y'all with this right here. I'm wrapping it up right here. Uh, one thing I want to say is that I think that it's helpful as well when we when we pray to God. You know, when we humble ourselves, when we come to God, it postures our heart in a manner of more in a manner of giving more than receiving. Sometimes sacrificing feels like we gain nothing, but we gain a lot more than what we think. So when we're forgiving somebody, it's a really it's really a sacrifice because deep down with inside of us, like our flesh is fighting us not to forgive this person. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're making a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And sacrificing feels like we've gained nothing. But in the end, we've gained a lot more than we think. Mm-hmm. I've learned to me personally for myself, and like I said, as we're closing up, I've learned to listen as well as being compassionate when listening to pe- when listening to people that have offended me and understanding. That what that what is tormenting them, once tormented me. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And think about this, man. Every day you wake up, you are being forgiven. 
Because think about it. If you think about all the, the sins and all the things, that, all the I's that you didn't dot and all the T's you didn't cross the day before, and God still decided to say, man, that's all right. I forgive you. I'm going to wake you up. I'm going to give you another chance. Every mm -hmm. day you open your eyes and you're on this side of glory, You God is forgiving you for the sins that you made yesterday. And a lot of times we don't even know we sin it. Sometimes a thought may pass your mind or you might see somebody or, you know, man, I, I used to not like that dude. Or, you know what I'm saying, I used to not like that girl. But, you know, you wake up, you don't even know you sent, but you wake up in the morning and you uh, you got another opportunity to make it right. You know, God has forgiven you. So just take that into consideration, man. And, and, and you know, think about think about all the, we need to forgive this war going on. You know, people need to forgive, you know, Trump, you know what I'm saying? He he need to be forgiven, man, because, you know, he doing a lot, you know, and he don't he don't like to say sorry. He not going to say sorry for nothing he done. <laughs> But you know, like people need to people need to forgive them. You know what I'm saying? We need to we need to forgive our enemies. It'd be people who do us wrong. We need to forgive them. So we just need to right. keep that in mind, man. Keep that right. in mind. Healthy. I'll leave y'all leave y'all with this. Healthily. If that's a word, I'm gonna make it a word. Healthily. <laughs> Talk about what's hurting you, what's hurting you, what you're dealing with. And even if even talk about if hey saying hey I don't forgive you yet but I'm but I'm moving towards forgiving you that is my goal right now my season I'm trying to forgive you right now you know make an effort try your very best to make an effort towards forgiving that person so that's it that's Faith Fridays you already know and y'all have a blessed one peace.